This is the second episode in the six-part series of podcasts about managing behavior difficulties in children with special needs. All behavior has a reason. All behavior has a reason. On the one hand, it sounds an obvious statement. Of course, all behavior has a reason. But on the other hand, children are often described as bad or deliberately misbehaving. Once you work out the reason behind the behavior, you can do something about it. So, in this podcast, we'll do some detective work to look for the reasons behind the behavior. First, make sure that there isn't any underlying health reason. I say this because the health of children with special needs is sometimes overlooked. Many doctors don't even properly examine them. They think that everything to do with the child is part of their special needs. Totally wrong. But you, as the parent, keep an eye on it. Pay extra attention to it if the behavior has suddenly changed. For example, the child may have constipation, a toothache or an earache, all very common. Is it possible that they are not sleeping well for some reason? And that's making them irritable. A girl may be in discomfort and pain because of her menstrual period. Is the child wetting or soiling, which may be causing the discomfort? Has the child started on some new medicine that may be causing irritability? If the answer is yes to any of these questions, then take advice from a doctor. And when you see a doctor, share your concerns and insist that the child is examined and given the proper treatment. Second step. Look for any change which may be affecting the child emotionally. Children are more sensitive to change than you may think. They are often affected by a change in the classroom or the teacher or a change at home. And if you feel that there has been a change, then make sure you explain it to the child. Use drawings, symbols or photos. Make a timeline to explain what happened and when and reassure, comfort and support them. Step 3. Look out for some triggers or reasons behind the behavior. They can be of two types, slow or fast triggers. Slow triggers are the ones that are going on in the background for some time. They make it more likely that the bad behavior will happen because they make the child anxious, upset and edgy. Noticing these slow triggers can help you understand that the child is finding some situations more challenging to cope with and is trying to say this through their behavior. Some examples of conditions that act as slow triggers are being tired or not sleeping well, not getting enough attention and being disengaged or bored, being hungry or having sensory discomforts such as being in a crowded or a noisy environment. Try minimizing these slow trigger situations as much as you can and by doing so, you would have considerably reduced the chances of challenging behavior happening. Fast triggers lighten the fuse and start the behavior. Some examples of fast triggers are being told to do something children don't want to do or find it hard to do or being told no to something that they want to do or something unexpected such as a change of plan. These slow and fast triggers combine to cause challenging behavior. Children who are already stressed are more likely to react to a fast trigger than those who are not stressed. So thinking about slow triggers and making a stress reduction plan 
is a big step towards reducing challenging behavior and changing the way you say something to the child or you ask the child to do something timing it when the child is not stressed and using an affectionate and supportive manner can usually take the sting out of the fast triggers fourth step look for what seems to maintain the behavior or makes it better or worse also what does the child seem to get out of the behavior for example someone's attention or something tangible like some food or a toy or an escape from doing something it'll take some effort but observing to work this out will be immensely helpful write down your observations or keep a diary write down any slow trigger any fast trigger the actual behavior that happens and how long does it last what maintains the behavior and what does the child seem to get out of it soon you'll see a pattern and the reason and you may also get a clue about what seems to make the behavior better or worse finally the fifth step now that you have the information you can make a plan i suggest you think along these lines can you make situations less stressful for the child think about reducing sensory stresses making transitions changes from one to another situation easier to manage by using visual timetables and improving communication you may not be able to remove a trigger but you can lessen its impact by giving the child the right kind of attention and comfort you don't have to give in to the wrong demand but you can still say i know you're upset i love you very much if the child doesn't like doing something you can help them cope by first making it clear how long a situation will last and what will follow it you can use some now and then cards to convey that you can also help the child relax remember you can't just expect the child to relax when you ask them to relax you need to teach your child some relaxation methods such as deep breathing taking some time out to listen to music or lie down and relax the body you cannot teach relaxation in the middle of a challenging behavior it will only work if the child has done some practice earlier you can also help them achieve their purpose differently for example by breaking down any work that they find challenging in smaller chunks and giving them breaks or by giving them an alternative activity to do what they like you can make it easier for the child to stop doing when they don't like for example you can help them learn a sign or use a photo card to say finish again practice any such method when the child is calm only then your child can use it when things are difficult if you help them do what they need to do then many behavior problems will just go away finally think positively think of your child as a good child facing the slow triggers winding them up and then the fast triggers that make the whole behavior boil out of control think about how you can become a better listener to the child's behavior understand the reasons behind the behavior 
adjust the environment to make it less stressful help them communicate better and provide them with alternative activities that engage them and make them happy i hope these ideas will help you and your child in the next podcast we will talk about teaching your child some good behavior the more good behavior there is the less bad behavior will happen the full text of these podcasts is on the website www.enablenet e n a b l e n e t .info i n f o stay healthy and take care my best wishes are with you and thank you for listening